right, uh, welcome to another episode of Take File. It's been a minute, um, but we're finally able to get together uh, in the midst of the second round. Um, it is May 8th, uh, Monday is when we're recording this. Um, but there's a lot to get to. Uh, all the awards have been announced since we last talked. Um, any surprises there? I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start there. Um, and Bede win the MVP. I mean, like, seemed like the writing was on the wall a little bit back half the season. Uh, it's always is is just who's hotter in the moment when the votes come out, you know. And I don't, I don't have an issue with it. I think it's fine. It's fair. Yeah, I mean, Jokic also sort of decided to not play a lot of those games down the stretch. Um, so I guess staying true to his word that he doesn't care about the MVP. Um, and he sort of didn't get what he doesn't care about, so I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I he thought cared a lot. He won it. Yeah, I thought Emmanuel quickly um, was snubbed for six man of the year um, based on the regular season. That's that's my opinion. I think Heavy it's been. Disagree. That's okay, and I'm in. Like I think these playoffs have sort of shown why Malcolm Brogdon is just a much better player um but over the regular season i thought that quickly was more integral to what the knicks were doing um and then like brogdon was like an auxiliary piece that like yeah at that point you're just kind of taking away from brogdon because he's on a good team though you know that has a real offense yeah, yeah. That's, I that's, feel like he, I think that's part of it, no? In 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 the awards, like, like Jokic, yeah. the reason Jokic got it last year was because his team was shit, and no. like he was able to no, carry them that, to a six seed. That's an yeah, I think that's a little bit. Yeah, like he didn't just get it because he was like the best player on like Not a, a bad shit team. He was like still, I think, the best player best player in the NBA. Like, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, and he, but like his team was with the 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 six seed, and con, like considering the roster that it was, uh, like around him, it was a huge overachievement for that team to be a six seed. Yeah, and then, like, I get, that, that's, I get that's what why you got it. Okay, I get what you mean, Sam. But if you put let's you you put quickly into the Boston system, does he perform as well as does he perform as well as uh, Brogdon does? No, no, I don't. Yeah. right. So if you put um, if you put Jokic into a system last year, right, is it was the way he was playing last year into like any other system? I think he performs just as well. Why why are we comparing Emmanuel quickly and, and Jokic? Well, because, because you said it was the same thing with uh, Jokic's MVP. You're saying it was based off like the situation no. he was in. Yeah, I think I think there's there's a, a, a situational aspect to awards. And it's you know it's a holistic thing. I don't know. I don't know what goes in the minds of you know the highly intelligent media member voters like Kendrick Perkins. But <laughs> that's how give it came us out. a vote, dude. Give me a vote. Yeah, give me the vote. Perkins, you know, hey, vote. let me decide. <laughs> we talk about the whole pregame Joel Embiid MVP ceremony. Just like, uh, do you have an issue with it? I didn't see well, it. It's just like. What are you talking about? 
Did you see it? He was like freaking <laughs> out. Like I mean, like, he was happy. It's like the happiest moment of his life, right. probably up to that. Oh, oh, you're talking right. about the video right. where he like They're all. Alright, <laughs> it was like, Katie's not corny. The, you're the real MVP, ma. Like that wasn't corny. Like that all was beautiful. Oh this my god, corny. he's crying with his son. It's corny then. Dude. Yeah, this was corny. Embiid. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, something about Embiid getting the MVP is just sort of funnier, I think, because he just, like, bitched and moaned about it so much. Yeah, like, he so wanted like, it. To damn, okay, look, it's like, he, here, man. Like, uh, yeah, whatever. Here you go, Big moment for Embiid. We'll, we'll Y'all are it. hating so heavy right now. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, I'm being such haters. Man had a nice moment with his son after winning the MVP. And y'all are on. Whatever. Let, let me ask you this, Mike. Let me ask you this. What? This playoffs, who has been the better player? I mean, Jokic just dropped 53, so it's hard to say Jokic. I mean, MB, MB, I'm not going to say. has not been the best player on his team. All right? That's been P.J. Tucker, and that's not even close, but we'll get to that later. Um, all right, but – Again, I think that goes into – Embiid strained his body to win the MVP this year. I think he gave all he had throughout the regular season to win the MVP. And I think yeah, – And that's what I was saying earlier. Embiid's his body regardless of what okay, he does. Like, he's was... just always lumbering, getting hurt. Like, he could be the all worst player he... in the league. He just looked injured. All he cares about this year was the MVP award. I think that's what he went all in on is to win the MVP. Yeah, that's kind of a corny move. I I, hey man, I don't have a problem with Embiid winning the MVP. Okay, I just neither. think that Jokic is a better player. A bit much. Okay, transitioning. Who won uh, yesterday? Who lost? Transition. <laughs> I mean, hey man, Marcus Smart three pointer away. Whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's true. Transitioning from the Jokic talk into the Jokic Ishbia talk. So, a little scuffle on the corner there during the Suns game. Um, Ishbia gets the ball. Jokic comes over and wants to get the fast break going. Ishbia doesn't give the ball up. Um, and then Jokic sort of gives him a little elbow. Ishbia sort of embellishes the elbow, <laughs> sits down. Uh, Jokic gets a tech. Another fan who, like, sort of retaliated and give Jokic a little shove got ejected. Um, and then we learned today that he was fined 25k, I think. Um, yeah, that and so he's not getting suspended. Let me okay. let me find the. Uh, yeah, no game five suspension. He'll be fined 25k. Okay, so I have no problem with any of it except for the tech giving up. I think you know. Uh, first off. I don't know why he really wanted the ball that bad. It's not soccer. He couldn't just grab it and go. Like, they were going to wait till everyone got back on the court anyways. Like, it yeah, wasn't he was like, going to give it to the ref. Yeah, there wasn't, like, <laughs> no real rush for him to go get the ball. Like, the clock yeah. was stopped. I think it was more like – I think it was a frustration thing out of Jokic to try to, like, rip the ball out of the Suns', Suns fan's hands. Um, but I think Suns Mike fan. Malone – about that? <laughs> Is he not a fan of the team? <laughs> you don't think he's a fan? Like Michael Just Malone said today, he didn't give a shit who he was. He was some guy in the stadium who had the ball and Jokic trying to get it. Like I, I don't Michael Malone, man. Whatever. Continue. Like I don't really have an issue with kind of either side of it. I think like it's just like high emotion situation, and that's kind of what it came. To. Can I say you know? something though? That if a Suns player did this in Denver, 
second degree assault. <laughs> second degree assault. Maybe with a deadly weapon that is the basketball. <laughs> they they they'd be mad sensitive over there. Oh, he hit her chair, sir. Yeah, dude. He used the chair as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Attempted oh murder, God. maybe. Yeah, what was the? Yeah, I don't know. Or or in Golden State, for that matter. You know yeah. what they say? Like Sabonis uses the basketball as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. You check these years, but, um, I'm glad he wasn't suspended. I thought he was going to be suspended. I thought that was going to be a, a very easy suspension for them. Um, I can't wait to see what Draymond has to say about this. Oh my you know, god, he's going to be furious. <clears throat> there's no like, oh, if that was me, I would have gone gotten banned for life. Yeah, and you would have deserved it. <laughs> and I would have signed off on that immediately. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the fine is fair. I think not suspending him is also fair. I was really hoping they wouldn't suspend him because I just, like, you don't, you want to see the players play. It would have just been such, like, an insertion of the NBA to, like, suspend him for just, like, nothing. Just, that would have just been, like, the NBA making a change in that series that was like not asked for like i think they gave him a tech in the game like i thought that was i thought it was i think it's just a high emotion situation and it just it just boiled over like i don't think it's that as big of a deal yeah. as, and should, that, should what, hbia have t- given the ball up like as as like a, <laughs> as a fan you know as like, an owner, you, you're, you're not really supposed to hold on to the ball like that. That basketball i think that's his rock <laughs> <Second> <laughs> it's his rock dude um i don't a- know i think like he like I, i've been learning a lot about ishbia as a recent him being a uh, member of tom Izzo's natty michigan state team um but tom Izzo give up that ball no no sure. they said ishbia in college he's just a little grinder yeah, it's a grindy guy I think yeah. he, I think in his head, he was part of that moment. He wasn't just gonna. Did you him. see the clip of Ishbia going after Dan Gilbert? Yeah, that was really timed. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna say. Wait, what happened? Dan Gilbert's son just died. Oh. Yeah, he's twenty six. Yes. Genetic condition. I and it was crazy because I saw the. Uh, you remember when? his kid was, he was like, always at the, at the table yeah and yeah. he would always yeah. get like the number he one was there pick. every year dude. over the two um, yeah. the Derek williams kyrie draft yeah i was i knew he had something but i i thought he was like okay but that's sad yeah uh rest in peace um okay uh so bucks lose in five to the heat um, I think it's pretty, uh, they were sort of the consensus, the, the Milwaukee Bucks were the consensus sort of favorite, I think, going into the postseason. Obviously, Giannis missed, uh, two games, um, one of which they won. Um, but then he came back and they lost, um, and they lost the series and Butler dropped, I, you know. It's been a little bit of time now, so I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, but obscenely high amounts of points, and 
which led to a post-game presser where Giannis was sort of questioning some of the coaching decisions. Well, he said, I guess, like, I leave that up to the coaches, yeah, Yeah, about how to defend Butler. Um, And then there's a lot of, like, criticism around final play, you know, Budenholzer. Yeah, there's a, you know, Butler hit that push-off shot with uh, .5 remaining, and Mm then uh, Budenholzer had a timeout. They didn't use it, went to overtime. And then the entire series ended in a Grayson Allen, you know, Euro step as the clock ran out. So, Budenholzer is gone. Um, another more tragedy, uh, quickly, is another that his, yes, yeah. his, his brother passed away um, from a car crash. Um, so, you know, it, it's got to be a tough time for the Budenholzer During the family. series, yeah. But... <clears throat> Um, start this off. I think it's a terrible move from the Bucks. I think this was a terrible decision to decide. I think he's a top four coach in the league behind Kerr, Spolcher, probably, and obviously Mike Brown. You know, Bud's right after those three. Uh, and the situation the Bucks were in, like they, like everyone knows, they're they're top heavy. Like, you know, like they lose a couple people, like they lose a piece, and that's going to be hard to fill. You lose the biggest piece, that's going to be super hard to fill. Even when Giannis came back, he still kind of hurt. Like, he wasn't like his best version of himself. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a full Giannis series. No. Like, obviously, he missed two games, but he was like, that wasn't yeah. even close to. Yeah. And then you have Jimmy, Jimmy Butler playing the best basketball of his fucking life, probably since that game behind closed doors in Minnesota, you know? No, yeah, not the finals run. Genius. Um, that's yeah, the good call. Cup. Good call. Cup. All right. Good call. Um, I don't think you could. I, I, yeah, I think that one. was. Do you want to say something or can I speak? No, I was saying good call. Okay. Made it so, to the finals. He might make it to the finals again. All right. Yeah. I don't think this is a situation in which you should hold it against anyone specifically in Milwaukee. I think this is just one of those you wash up to be like, this is a bad scenario, and we just got kind of unfortunate with timing and across the board. Like, I don't think there was anyone really to blame in Milwaukee for this. You look like you disagree tremendously, Sam. I yeah. do. Yeah. What, are your, what are your thoughts? All right. Okay. Well, all right. I think um, Budenholz are – did it right like they won the title you know like and it's proven his system has proven to have worked okay and like they've been successful implementing like you know they've had really high success uh with their defensive schemes um during the regular season and they have like a great track record in that way I think that um, it, where he is not good as a coach are game-to-game and in-game adjustments. And, like, this isn't anything new, you know? But, like, it's 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 pretty glaring, you know? Like, Jim Butler is dropping 40-50 on Drew Holiday's head and telling him about it while they're down with three minutes remaining like 
and and to continue to play drop coverage on Jimmy Butler to not run anything else and like leave him out on an island I, I think is inexcusable I think that like there were moments that just like sure you know playing a player like Jimmy Butler against their scheme where they sort of have Brooke Lopez dropping back in the pick and roll and like a, a really effective player like Jimmy Butler is going to exploit that so it's like inherently like a bad matchup for the Bucks. but I don't think that like just because your your go-to thing is exposed it doesn't mean you you like you have to move away from it you know you have to try new things and I think that's why they lost this series and I think like at the end of the day sure they could run it back but I think that like Giannis would benefit from a different coach that is going to put him in different situations like I I also remember PJ Tucker you know a few years ago like getting absolutely toasted by Kevin Durant and this was the year that Giannis won the the MVP (laughs) And it was like, or I mean, the DPOY. I mean, and it was like, what? Like, am I missing something here? You know, like, why? Why isn't Giannis? This is their title run. And it was like, why isn't Giannis on Kevin Durant? Like, what? What is? What am I missing I, here? And and like, they don't move away from stuff. And I think Bud is a player. Bud is a player coach. He people. His players love him, right? He trusted his guys. Like PJ Tucker, he that that's his job is to shut down like best offense. Like that's still his job in Philly. Drew Holiday was like this top three defensive guard like over the past few years. His job was to play defense against Jimmy Butler. I also think it uh, unhealthy Giannis, I don't <clears throat> know if that's necessarily the better situation for you. What like what are we thinking? What this like has to either be coming from or like heavily approved by Giannis too because if like if Giannis didn't want this this would be like an insane like you don't just fire him yeah I guess without either consulting Giannis or like receiving something from him he did the same thing with Jason Kidd though and Giannis was furious I suppose like I don't I don't know if the ownership in in the front office of the Bucks really I mean that's insane if that's the case, Jason Kidd's a bad coach. <laughs> Jason, yeah, booting. It's all. It's also like, what are we doing? Who are you going to find that's a better coach than him on the market right now? Like, what are your alternatives he, to he a guy who's had market. like three one seeds, one title? Like, like is this is market. such a snap reaction to like a bad series. I don't. One bad series when his brother was dying, and yeah, and your best player was here. Nick Nurse is on the market. I take Bud over Nick Nurse every day. We'll see. Are I mean, you kidding? If Nick Nurse, like, that's a good hire. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a good coach. That's... Nick Nurse is a good coach. That's not... That's not... <laughs> what are you talking about? Nick Nurse is a good coach. I mean, obviously, he would want to go there probably more than would, anywhere else in the NBA. Would, so you rather, out, but... would you rather have Bud or Chris Finch? Like, if you if you are just like a... A, a franchise saying you're not the Wolves, would you rather have Bud or Chris Because I'd rather have Bud than Billy Donovan. Yeah, well, that's a much easier question. I don't um, think so. I think Bill, 
two rings. Really yeah, college. I would take I would take Budenholzer over Finch. It depends on the team. I disagree. <laughs> it's pretty pretty But if if the like, I'm just saying. It, you know, it's not gonna happen. I, like if 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 I was a Bucks fan, I would be okay with them parting ways. I but guess why? I'm... Like, what has he done to like? He lost one bad series. Like, it is. It's hard to ask a lot more of him. I mean, I kind of get it. Maybe if you have like an elite guy just lined up right behind him, but it seems like for pretty much any other situation, this would be an incredibly like reactionary firing. I think it's. I think it is, and I think people, it's a reaction. Like the way people are reacting to the series loss, like, oh, it's the worst like thing that it's like the crazy thing ever happened in basketball. That's, that's insane. Also, it's like yeah, the Heat were the one seed last year. Yeah, like, they've been a bad basketball team since, since three minutes left in that Bulls game. Jimmy Butler has been a new person. I don't know what clicked, but when he scored, those, when he rattled off those twelve points against the Bulls to win that game, when they were down by like eight points, he's it's been a different version. All right, um, whatever. He'll probably get hired somewhere soon. Uh, moving on. So, I guess should we talk quickly about uh, Dylan Brooks? <laughs> So the Dylan Brooks yeah. uh, was allegedly told by the Grizzlies that under no circumstance would he be brought back um, as a free agent. Uh, and so it seems like the thing that people are saying is that they'll he'll be moved in like a sign-and-trade type situation. Um I, 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 maybe that's due to his UFA yeah, or, I don't, or I don't RFA really status. Yeah. Um, but I th- who was it? JJ Redick, maybe, or someone. Someone was very upset by this. I think it was Redick. It was Redick on Thursday. Um, yeah, saying like that. There's no way that like this was the way that was communicated and things don't happen like this and that like that Shams is just doing it for clicks essentially <clears throat> I think that's the wording that got back to Shams from the, the Grizzlies I don't think that he but I don't think he just put that out for clicks I think that's what the Grizzlies said and then they're trying to backtrack a little bit uh, and cover their ass uh, yeah because that is a crazy thing to come out and say, and just very unnecessary thing to come out and say. And I think that's a really weak kind of sign for their, them as a fr- as a franchise. Because if I'm if I'm like a free agent, why would I want to go to a place that just kind of dogs you if you <laughs> if it doesn't work out? You know, and also like pretends to love everything that you're doing and everything about you the entire season and playoffs yep. until yeah, enabled him. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Jenkins enabled him, man. Like Taylor did, Ja did, and now you see Ja talking shit on Instagram, yeah, and all switched up. Like things switch really quick when it doesn't go great. You know, you're not so fine in the West. <laughs> yeah, that. But like, 
I picked the Grizzlies in that series, um, just because I, like, you know, I don't know. The the Lakers to me were just sort of inconsistent. There were a lot of times where they looked really good, um, and then there were other times where they would just have really bad losses. Like I even even that play in game against the Wolves, they looked awful. You know. Oof could have easily probably should should have yeah like wolves could have easily won that game but like both teams are pretty awful um and that's like part of the reason i like just this warriors lakers series is just like so weird because it's just like who's gonna show up like this game it's like it's rarely both teams it's like I mean, yeah. they're polar opposites a little bit. Like, the way they're trying to play is, like, very, very different. Like, the Lakers are going to get inside, try to get to the line, and the Warriors are going to live and die by by shooting, you know? And, like, that's always been how it is. It has not been a good series for considering it's two ways. Yeah, I think. It's two. Was, is it two? It's one? two. one. Yeah, yeah, two, two one Lakers. Uh, Lakers are, like, minus 190 in that series but our second favorites to win the title right now which is just like I would still take the warriors probably in... yeah it's kind of strange i don't understand how the celtics or the 76ers aren't the celtics are number one favorites but like the 76ers if they get out of this series i think like i'd take them against the heat like I think the everyone's East... saying that it's going to be an easy step, and that, but the way Jimmy Butler's playing right now, I don't know if that's true. Like I it's like sometimes it's just the conference finals, but it's like if you're ranking favorites, like the team having to play against the Nuggets or the Suns, or right. the other way around where you have to play the Warriors or the Lakers. On the like, other side, you have to play the Heat most likely. Michael, we'll get to this when we have our questions, but. Well, I think we, both the Sixers and the. I thought you want to talk about D'Lo real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was gonna <laughs> read the article. I couldn't really bring myself to because I've just seen like enough like clips from it here and there of like excerpts. Uh, yeah, just a, a quick thirty seconds on this, um, and I'll pass to you after me, Ike. Uh, but third option uh, behind Edwards and. Cat for well, actually, really second option for most of the year, considering Cat just didn't play for the majority of the time that he was there. Um, was god awful in the playoffs last year, um, and still took a ton of shots. Uh, was shooting a career high, um, this season with the Timberwolves, actually having a pretty good year shooting wise. Um, and then he goes to Lakers, averages the exact same numbers on the exact same shooting, and has one good game in the the playoffs. Well, I, okay, that's not fair. He's had, like, a few good games. It's, uh, again, super inconsistent player. Hats, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Like, just inconsistent player. And then after one of the, you know, th- three good games of the nine or whatever that they've played – uh gets this write up in the athletic um yeah. so it's a little delusional i think and um 
it's not like we, you know, he was in trade rumors, but it's, I don't think the fans disliked him, you know? Like, I, wasn't he the one that sort of started the whole, like, stand up before the, the <coughs> yeah, first yeah, basket thing? Yeah, 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 he was thing? complaining. He was complaining. I don't even, yeah. I don't even understand how this is an article. Like, how is this not just a quote from, like, a press conference and that's that? Like, what has changed for you, dog? Like, you're behind two better players now, but you're still like at best a third option i don't even where he's he's like a delusional person so i don't like i don't care he's a drama queen like he is a drama queen who gets his feelings hurt really easily it's the same way he was in college at ohio state like like he if he's not loved he feels like he's hated and i think and i do think Fans were, were harsh on him at some like I, not to say it's not unfair, but like he gets if he's not completely like oh everyone likes me, I think he feels like everyone hates him. You know, I think he's very self conscious about himself as a basketball player, and that's kind of where it stems from. Um, and yeah, I mean it was crazy that they chose to even write the art. I don't know. Yeah, what is the athletic doing? Like, what just, are where are the athletic <laughs> standards at right like, now? Who 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 was asking for that article to be written? Yeah, more I mean, Laker content, please. Yeah, it's like sort of rage baity. Yeah. Um, honestly. Yeah. Considering how polarizing a, a player he is. Yeah. But okay. Um, which uh, so questions? We're we're doing uh biggest questions we have, or or just question, you know, interesting question. Let's start in the east. Start in the east. Uh, should we start with? The should we start or the Knicks get it out? So, uh, yeah, get out. might as well. Yeah, the the one that's you know sort of feels like a G League series yeah. compared to the other ones. <laughs> My question: Are the Knicks just happy to have won a series? Yes. Like it seems like it's the it's season like is a, a success at this point. Yeah, yeah. But then the way they react after every, like I think the Knicks fans are becoming the most annoying fans in the NBA. Yes, I think that the Knicks fans are becoming the most annoying fans in the NBA. After every fucking game, all you see on Twitter, all you see on TikTok is them in the streets being like with their fucking bing bong shit, yelling about how they hate the other the opposing team. Like you win a game, you you beat Cleveland in a fucking series. Great. Uh, now Jimmy Butler's absolutely giving you the work, and now I'm sure it's going to be fucking the Trey Young thing all over again. I yeah, think I don't even think they can do that because it's been so pathetic on their behalf. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just like kind of threw them away. Honestly, I don't even like pay them or their fans much attention, especially was it like last year or the year before where they won like one regular season game against Boston or something and flooded the streets and like, I can't remember what it was. It was just, I don't know. They just do that. Stupid they just make shit. no sense. I don't know. Look, the, I think I don't find Knicks fans annoying because I think that their team is actually not very good. Okay. Yeah, but annoying. they're like overperforming and they try hard. And like, and I think that like, there's, there's this like beautiful delusion that like the Knicks fans have because they won this series that they're like, we're going to the gym. It's not going to happen. I think that's, I think that's funny. And I think that's hilarious. Like, whereas like, you know, 
there's other teams that have like superstars on them that are you know underperforming or whatever and like their fan bases will be complaining in insane amount i don't think i think knicks fans are actually like very you know pessimistic for the most part but then like some little success will happen and they'll be like over the top and i i think that's fun that's my issue is like oh they're always like they may if it's not great it's it's the worst thing in the world and then when it's kind of good it's fucking like oh they're the best things ever fucking touch basketball again and it just makes no sense to me like their mindset like, yeah, I just it's don't like understand. It's, it's like hilariously delusional. I don't find that annoying. I think it's entertaining. Yeah, maybe I got to take them less seriously. Maybe I should just look, look at them. As yeah, well. no, you don't take Knicks fans seriously. Yeah, that's, that might be on me. I, I let them get away. Uh, Ike, what's your question about that series specifically? The Knicks <clears throat> or, or Knicks Miami the series. I mean, I guess it's kind of open ended, but like, I wonder how the Cavs would have matched up like i feel like that would have been an infinitely more fun series like watching donovan mitchell i don't know if fun's the word i would use well Cavs don't play this series compared to this like i don't this isn't fun this is just more fun like i think watching donovan mitchell play in the garden and if it or sorry no go against jimmy (laughs) butler mixed them up but uh i think it would have been fun to like watch an actually good player and like Cavaliers have way better players. What you saying, Brunson? Brunson and Randall are are fun to watch, man. I don't, I don't know. think Julius Randall's very fun to watch. I like. I think Julius Brunson's Randall. like fine. He's like okay to watch. I think Mitchell and like just the Cavs would have been way more entertaining. I guess maybe you can say that easily now that this series has gone the way it has. But I mean, I think Tibbs is just running out of juice. So I, you know what know. you guys i still have faith in the knicks okay no they're dead what are you I'll, talking I'll, what what is what's the line tonight mike we're doing this oh my god dude <laughs> god like what, knicks, hey, like, plus 215 to get minus four all right minus, i will i will take you for any for whatever however many use you want minus four and four. a half we're four and a half half of you we're doing it the heat are minus, minus? Minus, yes, a heat or minus four and a half. Minus four and a half to heat. Me and Mike, that's uh, on the record. Uh, I had a different question about the heat if I can ask real quick. Um, yeah. Is Jimmy Butler God? <laughs> is he Is he? Is he the chosen? So this is an interesting conversation, I think. Um... <laughs> is Jimmy Butler God? It's an interesting <laughs> conversation. <laughs> he might be up there. <laughs> uh the i mean think about forget like best player whatever who do you want in the playoffs to win you a series i feel like it's like it's like curry jokic and then butler yeah, i mean it, i mean has... i would have said giannis before this <laughs> Uh, postseason, but like, and then and then maybe Booker. I'd put Booker above him. I'd put Giannis. Come on, Giannis. What are we talking about? No, no, no. Ike, well, Ike, like Ike. of the remaining players. Like, okay, it's okay to be hurt, and but it's also okay to accept that Jimmy may have been right after that scrimmage. 
Forget the scrimmage. There's, Stop there, trying to start shit. There is shit. something <laughs> about the way he is just kind of approaching basketball right now that is Jordan-esque with the the way he just gets the ball and you know he's going to score. fan just said that. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. Jordan-esque. It is Jordan-esque. He's better than you know? Jordan, easily. He might be up there. <laughs> like I'm saying, he might be one, two. I, I'll take I'll take uh, Jimmy Butler versus the Bucks. That Jimmy Butler. I'll take versus, uh, versus LeBron James over him. I'll take Steph Curry over him. It's okay right now, right. would you take, would you take LeBron James right now? Crazy. That is yeah. insane. No, no one, would you take no one LeBron in basketball James. I would take over him mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I'd take LeBron James. I think people agree with me, too, considering they're the second favorites. That's just Vegas. That's this just the fucking mm-hmm. weirdos in Vegas. As, a, mm-hmm. as an individual player, if you needed a bucket. Yeah, I'm going to take bucket, LeBron James over Jimmy fucking right Butler. There. The, in the in the postseason, clip it. The guy who's won four rings versus the guy who's won zero. That's that's okay. I'm, we're talking about right now. We're talking about right now. The guy this, who beat him in the finals. Moment, yeah. This instant. What do you yes. mean he he beat the guy him in the who's up two to one on the Warriors? He did not beat him in the final. Who's up two to one on the Knicks? Not beat him in the final. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second off, he didn't play in one of the game they lost, <laughs> so they should be up three zero. Um, we know we don't respect the book. Whatever. Not real. If we don't respect the bubble, then Jimmy Butler's whole like playoff thing can go out the window. He's doing it right now. Year. He's doing it right now. He won one series in two games. What do you mean? Against the Knicks. When he's played in games, he's he's only lost one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I had a question about uh, is Kyle Lowry good, but I don't even want to talk about him that much, honestly. <laughs> Um, because I, I I still think no. No, he's not. We'll see tonight. We'll see tonight. Um, but uh, okay. Moving on. Let's move on to Boston, Philadelphia. Uh, let's see. Ike, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, what's? I'm just gonna get this. Make sure I'm right here. Give me thirty seconds. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, is Joe Missoula a terrible coach? Ooh, yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Oh, Why is Brad... What? No. Uh, yeah, he's a bad coach. He's a bad coach. Yeah. He's a really bad coach. I don't understand how, like, after the last possession of regular time, where you don't call a timeout and you just get some dog shit that Jason Tatum threw at Marcus Smart. Why you think that's the yeah, right the thing to do again? It's not the right I shot. I want Jason Tatum taking the last shot. Yeah. I yes, agree. Absolutely. I agree. But it wasn't. Like, if you're a good coach, why do you – it's not like – You tell Jason Tatum to not pass that ball. Call a timeout. I Especially think... when you're tied. Especially when you're tied with the chance of like, he should have been – like that's insane. I think that they're – is something to be said about letting it play out just in the sense that the other the opposing team doesn't have the chance to sub out and like get the best defenders on the court 
I didn't think that was like this though, because like they were just kind of running the same five they were running all game. I don't really see. I don't know who they were. So they were not going to. They would have taken else. out James Harden. Yeah, they would put it back. Brought on like Jalen McDaniels probably. Who cares? It doesn't like it's, it's Jason still, Tatum, Jalen Brown, yeah. fucking Jalen McDaniels. Yeah. Um. Go back to next question. If you gave Brad Stevens this roster, if you let Brad Stevens just coach this team. You're telling me that they don't beat everyone in four games. Like every like Brad Stevens was doing this with fucking Isaiah Thomas being his best player. And now yeah. they're struggling with Philly? You uh, James Harden drop forty five on your head, you're letting the play defense off James that Harden drop forty five. Like what Al Horford is working. Like why do we keep thinking that we need to just double team like why? Up, or why? double team it, it makes it makes zero sense yeah the Look. the double that led to the three-pointer was uh a tough call i think because it, it's like you're down or you're you're up you're two. up to excuse yeah. me which like uh, that just doesn't make sense yeah, and Horford was locking up Joel Embiid, man. Yeah, he was oh, playing he was things to his mind. He was playing parts of the best defense he's ever played. Yeah, it was, it, that was fucking incredible. But um, yeah, my my um, my question is sort of uh, uh, related to this one, and it's should Marcus Smart finish games? Like, should he be on the court at the end of the games? Because like. Here's what I'll say is, you know, we've seen different iterations of this roster for a, a while now, but mostly the same three guys in like uh, Tatum, Brown, and Smart, and then, you know, Horford and whoever. Um, but I, I swear to God, every, like, Somehow the ball finds Marcus Smart. Because on purpose, <laughs> everyone wants him to take that shot. He doesn't want to take that shot. But same thing, I, I think don't he know. He's wide open on two buzzer beaters. I think like that that's not a coincidence. Oh, like, oh, they like, have, oh, oh yeah. you're saying Philly wants him to take that, that shot. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about like, Boston. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. No, Boston. Um, I think you need Marcus Smart. For kind of like that kind of grindy, gritty kind of guy, because like where else you you do need that? I do agree. I do think you need that, but at the same time, he shouldn't be put in the, in the position where he's responsible to take those shots. Like that's not his job. That should not be his job. Because Jason Tatum should be attacking the hoop and trying to get him shot. Like no one blames. No one. No one's upset about that game. Jason Tatum misses those shots. Yeah. Know? Hey, here's another thing you could do if you call a timeout. You could bring on someone. Or like two great shooters. You could Jason switch. Yeah, you could have yeah, made the switch if you called the time up there. Leads to my question. Is Jason Tatum afraid of the moment? <laughs> is he afraid to be great? You know, like, is he afraid to go get the bucket when he needs to go get a bucket instead <clears throat> of passing up? Like, I'd rather. one was just pathetic. I mean, there's no time on the clock. Both of them are pretty. Like, I thought the first one is he had a pretty good look well, at the The bucket. second one I'm saying because he literally left no Gave time. no time. Like, yeah. The first, was... but like, even with the first one, he, I thought he had a really good look <laughs> at the He had a hoop. chance to get a shot up. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think if he attacks strong, he probably gets fouled. Like, you got Maxi switching on to you and you're passing away. You got Tyrese Maxi switching on to you and you're passing away. That makes no sense to me. That was a push like, off, by the way. 
that was an absolute push up. Yeah, but he got away with it. Whatever. Yeah. But then, like, you let Tyreek, like, I, that guy was a, is a liability defensively this year. He was playing so fucking bad on defense, and you're passing away from a shot when he when you're driving the basket with him on you. I don't, I don't get it because he's gonna follow you or you're gonna score. I don't see any other option. I think this is this goes back to uh, our conversation about Jimmy Butler in a way is that like regardless of what's happening in the game Jimmy Butler is going to attack the basket he's gonna get his shots he's gonna be aggressive whereas there's some stars like Jason Tatum and Anthony Davis that have a propensity to sort of disappear and like sort of play hot potato with the ball they don't like the pressure and like even and and it'll be like throughout the entire game you know um, yeah but Tatum had a really really good second half besides his first half was horrible yeah yeah but that was yeah yeah bad. and he you know he had a good second half sure um i i'll i'll raise it one more is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum? Oh, uh oh. No, but I like the, I like the thought process. No. Talk about a guy who like won't get involved. Jalen Brown, he came, he's like, Yeah, maybe I need to be shooting more. That's what he yeah. said in his and he's like, Maybe it maybe it is has to be me. Um Well it was him in the but, first quarter, you know? Took every yeah. shot and like down the stretch, it's they're running actions on the other side, and like Marcus Smart has the ball, and like yeah, I really don't remember seeing him shoot much in that in overtime at all. I'm not sure if he shot, um, but like I don't know. I think Jalen Brown with the ball in his hands has just more drive to attack and make things happen at times. Like, I feel like that was sort of apparent in the finals last year. And I thought that things would change throughout the course of this season, but I don't know. Um, On the other side, uh, just a quick question. Is PJ Tucker the most important player on the Sixers? No. I mean, he's the one who's he's the one who's tasked with doing the. I think the hardest work. I think he's tasked with doing the hardest stuff. He's the one who's all who who's tasked with guarding the best player. He's the one who's tasked with kind of getting people's heads straight. When Tobias Harris and fucking uh, MB don't want to shoot, PJ Tucker goes in, gets a huge and one to tie up the game. Like I think PJ Tucker is. I I don't think I don't see how he's not top three most important at least. Uh, no. Oh, uh, I mean Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. I hate, I hate Tyrese Maxey after watching this series. He's, I, I, the guy who scores like three point four points a game is, is not going to be the first off. If that amount, like I don't yeah, know, that, I, that was a shot in the dark. Um, <laughs> I don't think scoring's everything. I think PJ Tucker is the epitome oh, of of he plays like thirty eight minutes a fucking game. Like there's a reason he's out there. There's a reason he's out there, and I think that he's the epitome of points aren't everything. 
I thought it was funny when he was barking in Embiid's ear. Yeah, and, and what happened yeah. afterwards? Embiid woke up. Didn't just get it like a, a barrel into Marcus Smart and turn the ball. That, that was a block. Yeah. That was a he block. told him to be that, more aggressive. That was a block. That, that was obviously that, a block. I don't think that was obviously a block. First, of all. I think it could have been a block, but I don't think there was. If they called it a charge or if they called it a block, I don't think Marcus it would be Smart's any... moving into him as he's corralling the ball. No, no. I think it. I, like I think it, it could have gone either way, and whatever call that they called was going to stand because there's not enough evidence to overturn it. Um. Anyway, let's uh, take a quick break. I um, got just some things. Okay, uh, moving on to the West Coast. Should we do Denver Phoenix first? Sure. Okay, I'll start. Uh, are the Suns better without Chris Paul? No, no. That's I've been seeing that going around. No, I think the Suns are better when Booker and KD realize they just have to do all the scoring. But I don't think that means they're better without Chris Paul. Maybe they're better when they don't give Chris Paul the ball, or if I don't he falls think- on the bench. I don't think he's taking the ball. I don't think he's taking all that much time in the ball. I don't think he... My point is that he's better. They're better when he's off the court, not involved. I agree. I think Booker sometimes feels obligated to move the ball too much. And I don't think, you know, with Chris Paul out, I don't think, like, who's he going to pass you, Josh? Hmm? Like, who? who, Yeah, like, what are we, like, campaign? Uh, no, uh... I don't know. I think uh, I think they probably don't need Chris Paul. I don't really think he adds much. Like if he could, like I'm not sure really what he's doing right now. Rebounds. Coaching. He rebounds. <laughs> rebounds. Exactly, exactly what you want out of your point guard. Eight he's rebounds. doing a good job of coaching the team, and he does a good enough job of that on the bench, not playing. He paces the game well. I, 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 I think Chris Paul is still a valuable member of this team. I think that, like, the other two just kind of woke up a little bit. And, again, they won the ones at home. You know, they just got to figure out how to win one on the road. Okay. Here's what I think. I think that when Chris Paul plays with them, for some reason, Kevin Durant doesn't touch the ball as much. I think that for some reason, Kevin Durant ends up in the corner and ends up in a, in a passive position and they play with less pace. And Chris Paul has a spot-up shooter when Booker or KD are going you know, down the middle is been less effective. I think that the Suns' best lineup was showcase last night which is booker durant and you know ayton no okay hey hey, look jock landale you know actually had a better plus plus (laughs) minus my question is deandre worse than jock yeah okay look jock landale had a better plus my whatever center (laughs) position but the key is the two other guys okay and the two other guys should be shooters like Love Josh Okogie. Can't shoot. Tori Craig, 
sort of why, inconsistent. Why do you love Josh Akogi? Bro, come on, man. You got to respect Josh Akogi. <laughs> plays um, hard, plays good defense. Uh, not a shooter. And so, like, when you put Booker and Durant in these creating, playmaking positions, it means that when things get overloaded, they can kick it out. And the people that are on the floor are more or less interchangeable on the perimeter to be able to continue to, to kick and create. And I think that you don't really need a point. I think that's why they were looked a lot better without campaign, for instance, who just was sort of bogging down some of that stuff by dribbling around too much. And like you don't need you sh- you you don't want campaign to be running a pick and roll in the middle of the the fourth quarter like regardless of if 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 he kicks it out or not like campaign should not be a facilitator or really anything because Booker and KD both have that capability anyway I don't think that team needs a point guard that's my piece yeah. I th- I I the piece argument a lot. And I, what I've been seeing on, like, Twitter and TikTok is, like, people are like, oh, like, the pace is so down, like, the, or the, they, they don't play with pace, like, it's so slow. Just because you're slow does not mean you play with pace. Pace is just, like, the speed of what you're doing as long as it's consistent. I don't think there's an issue with the Suns playing a slower, a slower kind of form of basketball and not trying to push it up the court and kind of get fast breaks. I think that's kind of where they're at their best. Like, with the people they have, like, playing a half-court set might be their best kind of game. I think Chris Paul is still kind of invaluable in the half-court set offense. I think he's a great passer. I think he can still find people. What? What? I, what? I think Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden are cancer. <laughs> so you think it's just? I I I, I told Sam yesterday it's it's Booker and it's Booker and Katie. You live and die by those two. But I think yeah, it's still good. To like ha- I think it's still nice to have a fair shoot. I think it's still nice to have a center who can kind of who can kind of bang down low a little bit, kind of hit, hit, have some back to the basket game. And I think it's good to have the one of the greatest facilitating point guards of all time on your team. Like I, I don't think that's hard, and I and I think like he made if those games in Denver were tough, but again, those are road games in the playoffs against the number one team. In, in the West, right? Though that's that's a those are hard games. Jason Kidd is one of the best facilitators in the history of the league. I don't want him running point guard. Uh, Jason Kidd hasn't played basketball. In, what doesn't look like Chris years? Paul played much basketball. Guy looks old, slow. I don't know. Like him and DeAndre Ayton should maybe be on a separate team together, but like, no, don't love it. <laughs> don't love it. Uh, my question, uh, I'll just go with my, my Denver question. Is it time, and I, it hurts me to say this, it is breaks it my heart to say this, is it time to tell MPJ to host to the guns real quick? Is it time to tell him to stop, to put him away? <laughs> he was, he was hurting the boards yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that pull-up three at the end Oh there. my god. He, did, he literally didn't block. know what to do. No. Yeah, he's been to the Timberwolves. Like, he just has no like the ball's in his hand. The minute it touches his hands, it's going. It's you know you're not getting it. Back. It's going up. Oh yeah. Like it's just you know I love the vibe, but 
in a playoff series when you have what, way better players around you, maybe that's not who you need having the ball in his hands ever. He he's like he's like a Rockets player that was put on. The team. Nuggets, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like he's got that Rockets mentality, but it, he's just getting really good shots because he's playing with Jokic, and so it works for the most part <laughs> until it doesn't. Yeah, no, until and then, it then you until go like missing. two for fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Um. But maybe I I don't know I don't I don't know at this point if it's worth being like hey bud like. Maybe you yeah, don't have you know. to shoot every time you touch the ball. Like, I don't, you know, it's not like, what, what, is he going to find someone? Like, no. You know, can't he can't pass. Yeah. can't pass, yeah. And again, series doesn't start till you win an away game, so we're still waiting on that. We'll see. Series, series has not begun. So, Ike, Aiton or Jock Landale... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my question was basically just, like, should they just get rid of Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden? But, you know, I just hate watching DeAndre Aiden play. Because, like, when they have two players who are really fun to watch and then you see him fumbling and bumbling down there for five seconds of possession and just wasting time, it's just like, what are we... I think that's fun. I don't like. I think we've lost the essence of a good old school back to the basket kind of little post move. He's not coordinated. Like he's just. I, I just hate it. I feel like, like there's 40. just so much more fun that could be had with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant on a team. I think you sure he might have some moves, but I feel like there's a propensity for him to take these weird mid range jump shots and floaters. You, people like you were trying to put him into a box. He, like, yeah, I'm, it's kind of like he is kind of like an old school guy, but he's kind of trying not to be, but he's not doing a good job of that. Because no one accepts who he is. We just got no, to allow him to be like him. because he's like the fourth best player on a team, and he can't, like, just disrupt everyone else. Fourth best? That's Who's better than him man. other than the two? I, I wanted Mike. to say – go ahead. Sorry. You, you know, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant on the team, and you're saying throw it down low to DeAndre Aiden. Sometimes it's nice to mix it up a little bit. Sometimes it's, it's you can't always have, just like have your best two players. Everyone's playing. Oh, it's only those two. Like, oh, these two can't carry. Well, have like, you watched oh, the last two games? You just said. You just said that. And, yeah, and I'm saying it's good if you can, but then it's also nice to mix it up. If you need a steer, if you need a possession in which you need KD or Devin Booker to get like 15 second breath before having to, you you know you can feed the ball inside and they'll be held in there for 15 seconds you just said that DeAndre I mean KD and Booker should be taking every shot I said it would be nice I'm not saying it's practical it's not practical they can't play like they like KD's gonna run himself into the ground before the next round if he if if they keep having to play like this like it's not practical like they need to find another way to stay playoffs Oh, well, actually, with all the games he missed this year, maybe he's good. It's true. Rest versus rest. All right. Should we uh, move on? Yeah. All right. So we're going to do Golden State versus the Lakers, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, I don't really have much of a question. I get my kind of just vibe. Like, are we. 
I just don't like watching this series. It's not really a question. I just like the Warriors are fun to watch, and it's fun if LeBron's like playing well. But like, I don't watch like or enjoy watching just like the possession to possession. Because like what I was saying before, neither team seems to show up for the same game. Like it's usually one team is like the Warriors are either hitting all their threes or like they're missing a lot of them. And then the Lakers, A. Davis is having a game. I don't know. It's just like, it's hard to like say why a team is winning other than they're making shots. I don't know. It's just like, um, I, I don't think that, I don't think the Warriors are fun to watch. I think Steph Curry is fun to watch when he's on, but like, other than yeah, that, I agree. Like, I don't, besides Steph like, Curry, I don't think the Warriors are fun like, to watch. I like, I, I don't like the narrative of like, Oh, the Warriors are like the super fun team. Like it's just Steph. Like it's just Steph that really makes these games. It's when he starts being automatic and hitting every shot. So then when he has to go to like Wiggins or fucking, and yeah, it, it makes me sad to say clay, nowadays and you know it's like it's not the warriors that like we're back in the day when like oh there's multiple people who we get the buckets it's steph hitting scoring like 40 to 50 points or else it's not really in- interesting to watch anymore and the lakers i think are the most boring team in the world to watch like, i don't think even watching lebron's that interesting i what about these lakers are that fun bro i don't like i'm having a great time with this series what like, yeah, I don't know. There's like a, a lot of different matchups that are interesting. None of the I games think, been even close. Oh, game one was close, and yeah, I think really ten points, fifteen points. It's a five point game. There's a. I okay, sure. You know, like I think that what you said is fair. Ike, it's like both. You know, one of the teams shows up or doesn't. I don't think, but I think that there's there's like little stuff that is happening on possession I possession guess that, what that, I just that, like, defensively like... and I think like sure like the 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 three um like I, what is it the second quarter the third quarter of the last game the Warriors turned it over like 20 times and I was just absolutely god off of the watch but like I don't know. I think I think there's something to say about when the Warriors are clicking. There's like they do play like a pretty seamless like brand of basketball where the ball is moving yeah. around and like they're getting good looks and easy shots, which is an entertaining thing. I think the Steph Draymond pick and roll is always going to be an entertaining thing. Um, which brings me to my point about like this whole defensive scheming thing that i've been interested in where like you know they put vanderbilt on curry for the first two games and then they put reeves on curry and vanderbilt on draymond to try to contain that steph draymond pick and roll a little more because davis was on draymond before and then you know he would get exposed by curry in some sort of way but then now it's like they have jermichael green guarded by davis so if they want to involve davis then jermichael green has to be the screener and then you know sure they double curry passes to jermichael green what's jermichael green gonna do with it you know compared yeah. to draymond green like okay i, I think I, that's I, what, what what like that stuff is is, is interesting cool to me. yeah I, I agree the uh the ta- the tactical kind of like 
approach from both like coaching aspects. I uh, I do agree, um, because I do think the the game breaker in the series has been Anthony Davis so far. You know, and trying to find a way to stop Anthony Davis and their inclusion of Jermichael Green into the starters in Game Two. Like I thought that was wild move, and it worked. You know, and that's a and like I think that's where like people forget about how good of a coach Steve Kerr is. You know, people do kind of overlook that just because of the way they play basketball, but like that's that was genius. And then obviously the Lakers went back and they were able to correct that mistake in the next game and like it's so like I do agree that part has been a little bit interesting, but it just seems like it gets decided by like the last two games have been decided by half, you know? Yeah. And it's also like the X, like that's all really interesting, but when you go into a series and it's like LeBron versus Steph, I don't. It's just like, and Anthony Davis is like, he'll either show up or he won't. It's just like I don't know. I guess maybe it's just high expectations that did it in for me. But like I'm, I don't. Know. It's just like. <clears throat> all right, but it was all like right. a, it was a point game at half, and then they never. They were never under like fifteen again after the second second half. Like I just wish we saw the best version of this series. I don't think it's been the best version of this series where like you get LeBron at his absolute best, Anthony Davis at his absolute best, at near their absolute best. I mean, like the you're getting like Milo carrying in the first quarter, like first half, and it's like great. I get to watch a guy who maybe will make like five threes and a half and then just go silent for the next half and it's like just like is he gonna make his threes or is he not like i've seen it a hundred times as a timberwolves man like he'll either just kill you or he'll make his threes and you'll be like in a game and hopefully lebron starts playing in the second half well uh i have my last question yeah um it relates to d'lo uh, do the Timberwolves owe D- uh, D'Angelo Russell an apology? <laughs> no. <laughs> already, already talked about this. <laughs> well, yeah. So, based off the, the Atla- Atlantic, would want you to believe so? It's yes, yeah, the athletic. athletic. The Atlantic's writing about D'Lo. <laughs> <laughs> the political implications. All right, what's been the best series of the second round? Did you have a question, Sam? Oh, yes. Sorry. Very quickly. Uh, should Jordan Poole play, like, at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Probably. He's, he's, got, the, he's got the MPJ syndrome. Yeah. He's always had that, to be fair. Yeah. Like, this is another thing where it's just like, yeah, yeah he's, he's not, not going the, in. not the same player as he was last year. No, he's not you as know? fun and creative. He's just not playing yeah. as, as, as well. The shots are I think he just, needs to, he just needs to tone down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, goes against um, everything he knows. Maybe, maybe less forty footers. Yeah, maybe, maybe Moody just... would be better. Just within, it's like someone that plays within themselves. I'm on the Moody hate train, so I can't. Whose hate train aren't you on? <laughs> You're on the Moody hate train. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> okay. right. Moody, Kaminga, and uh, well, I guess he's gone now. But why Wiseman? What did Jonathan Kaminga do to you? Uh, just all the bucket? bullshit hype he was yeah. getting. Like it's like, oh, Warriors did it again, stealing him whenever they drafted him. He's shit. What's been your guys' favorite series in the second round? Suns Nugs. 
Uh, well, Celtics, actually, Celtics, Celtics, Celtics Sixers for me. Celtics like, Sixers probably. You're, you're you're trolling if you say Lakers Warriors. You I like trolling. Lakers Warriors. That can't be true. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fun stuff going on with the Lakers Warriors. I like that. That series. last game was not fun. The it's first fun. quarter was fun. The first quarter was fun. All right, fine. But other than that, then probably... What a 30-8 run! Probably Denver-Phoenix after that, um, just considering Embiid being gone, um, and then Boston-Philly. But... Forgot one. Well, yes, and then the last one. All right, last thing. Uh, Finals picks. Go. Still got my sons alive. I still have the sons. Suns and who? Suns are versus Heat. Suns Heat. Okay. So you probably lose another tough heartbreaker. Oh, Suns, Suns, Suns win. Okay. In six. Suns and six. Suns and six. Ike. Celtics, Suns. Celtics beat the Suns in six. Celtics, Nuggets, not Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> you bum. Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, and six. Dude, I hate you. you know that? I don't like you. <laughs> you don't like me? Yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right, whatever. All right, wrap us up, man. Oh, shit. It's been so long, guys. <laughs> I am within the hospital. That's why we haven't been on in a few weeks. Yeah, Ike's been recovering. Who's in the hospital? You, Sam has. You were in the hospital? Yeah, for two weeks. I was in the kitchen, bro. Cooking? Uh, jeez, man. Cooking up some takes. Wrong notebook. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap us up, Uh, man. Wrap it up. Uh, uh, Steen? No. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Aaron Hernandez. <clears throat> yeah, everyone behave more like Aaron Hernandez. Let's all wrap it up. 